0: Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love.
1: So welcome to episode 183. 183. We're
0: back with um, a quickie episode for you guys. Yeah, we so quick-
1: um we were supposed to have a guest. We had some technical issues, but we are going to reschedule that guest. We'll yeah. have her you in know. a couple weeks. And um you know what? You're just going to have to settle for me and Jen. Just plain we- old Sal and Jen. <laughs> it was a pivot. We pivoted. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> we we make do with what we have and that's okay. We're still going to have a great show for you today.
1: Yeah. You no. Know? Um, Jen, let me ask you this. Can you smell the icy hot all the way across <laughs> across to you? Because I did something this morning that made me feel like the oldest person on earth. Like it well, it was like a it was a combination of things. First, Ben is sitting standing in front of me and he's like, Oh my god, did something to my back, and he's showing me how he can like barely bend over. He can't like there's nowhere near touching his toes, and I'm making fun of him about him not being able to touch his toes. And then I move my head in just a weird way, and I have now oh my god, a nerve in my neck, Ugh. and I cannot turn my neck.
0: <laughs> oh god, I you know what, though? You're not old. I literally just had this conversation with my friend Alice yesterday because she. Yeah pulled her back, like, just moving her kids' toys. And she was like – and she makes a living doing fitness. Yeah, I was going to say, she was like –
1: Yeah. she's
0: like, am I in the wrong line of work? Am I getting old? And I was like, no, you're not old because I have done that shit when I was, like, 20. I have pulled my neck out, like, blow-drying my hair. Right. It's not an old person thing. It's just a weird body thing that happens. Like, I've definitely done stuff like that when I was a teenager even, you know? So it's just, you know – I'm sorry you're in
1: pain. <laughs> that sucks. It felt like the time when I was in seventh grade and uh, Dr. Dude Fuck and I, which we haven't brought up in a while, Dr. Dude Fuck, she's dude and fucking. Um, we were at the skating rink and we used to do like speed skating. And so we were, I mean, not as like a not real but we like to call ourselves speed racers and so we're skating uh-huh. around real fast and she crashed and fell and I am skating by her like laughing so hard at her and then of <laughs> course I'm laughing so hard that I fall like that's what it felt like this morning where oh, I was yeah. just no, like... that was instant karma for you giving Ben shit <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> oh, like, so funny oh, don't turn around and look yeah ding dong Oh, oh man. my God. <laughs> well, um, I hope you're both feeling better. <laughs> I don't know. It just, things this, are rough around here. <laughs> is the hot help- helping? Uh, you know what? It It does feel – it feels temporarily better. I'll say that. Yeah. That's good. For sure. Um, I did want to give you a quick update that last episode I started by telling you all of the crazy things going on in my life, and I was like, and we just put an offer on a house. um, and I just update. We did not get that house. That was not your house. You it were was not in my meant house. To have the
0: house. It's not your house. You weren't
1: even that excited. I wasn't. That's the thing. Is like we were we like instantly. Eh. I was yeah. like, I kept saying like I was like, well, it's like a good house for like what we can afford in this neighborhood. And I'm like, that's like such a shitty way to spend half a million dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you, know you deserve I mean? a great <laughs> fucking house that
0: you love so yes. much. It makes you so, so happy.
1: Yeah. At least something about it that I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. I can't wait to sit in this room. But I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. There's a basement.
0: (laughs) See, what's meant to be will be. And that was not meant to be. It wasn't your house.
1: Yeah. I want for you
0: to have a house that you are so excited about that you know that that's your house. Yeah. And you know that it was meant to be. And that's what's going to happen for you.
1: Thank you. Not this stupid,
0: shitty house.
1: Not this stupid, that shitty stupid house. house. <laughs> you didn't show me even a picture of it, but I can tell you that
0: I hated it.
1: Uh, same. I can I tell mean... you it was
0: horrible. It was dumb and it smelled weird. Why yeah, would you like that house?
1: It had a dumb, big old yard that was <laughs> so dumb and pretty. <laughs> no, it was disgusting. <laughs> a disgusting yard. Let me tell
0: you something about big, big beautiful yards. Yeah. is. They're very expensive to upkeep <laughs> or you're a slave to it. Like if you're going to do the, yeah. the landscaping yourself, then like that's your part-time job, full-time job, really. And yeah. then if not, then you're paying somebody to take care of it. And it's very expensive. So I know. And we do don't want now, a big, beautiful yard. Not, as
1: yard. not as big as your yard. Like you have a, a – I can't imagine taking care of your yard. But like we have a nice – We our house is on a really nice – we have a beautiful backyard, but we also have landlords that take yeah. care of all of it. And That's the it's ticket. it's been a long time since we have lived in a place where we've had to like where we weren't renting. I mean, because we moved, we were renting in West Virginia for five years, and then we moved to New York City, and like we've been renting here, and so it's been a long time since we've actually had to deal with all of the things. I mean, we have owned a house before, right? So we know what it's like, but like since we've had to do all that and I am like really hesitant to get back into homeownership. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like just you talking about like grinding down the stumps of your trees. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> yeah. If a tree falls in your backyard, that's like easily five grand. Easily. Yeah. I and mean, then, and that yeah, is
0: stupid shit. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah, I had a tree that fell that was like not... It was just like months ago and um, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. And I like – because I just couldn't stomach paying somebody like so much money. And I spent my entire day trying to attack this tree and um, (laughs) it was painful and bloody But at the end, I ended up paying somebody to finish it because I could, I just like, I can't do this all by myself. Yeah. I I got out a chainsaw and I couldn't even lift it. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. A terrible idea.
1: Oh, I would have loved to just see you with a chainsaw. Just like, I'm going
0: to fucking do this thing.
1: (laughs) And then instantly fall down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I literally couldn't even lift it up. Like I couldn't pick it up. (laughs) an inch. It was I so heavy. I could either. So yeah. it was a non-issue. I
1: was like, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> like, this is why I have a job. <laughs> to pay somebody to do it. To pay somebody to grind my stump.
0: Um, yes. Should we get into some quickies today? Yes. Let's do it. Do you want to um, go first?
1: Sure. Okay, okay. I'll go first. Okay. So Jen – I have brought for you today um this is just like I was feeling like you know sometimes you're like I just want something to fire me up yeah Yeah. that's how I was feeling this morning and so I found a post that is gonna do just that this is from BuzzFeed and it is 23 am I the asshole post about men being trash that will make you rage
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it hit me with it I was like, perfect, perfect for perfect, perfect, sure. Perfect. So they I, are all the asshole. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent You guys are the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's gonna I be no it. question about whether or not somebody is the asshole here. Somebody is the asshole for sure. Right. Um there are some okay, that are just this. like that feel either very fake, like somebody was just trying like to. There's like there's no way that okay. Yes. Um, and then there are some that are like. I'm sure are true and are very sad. So I didn't pick those. So I tried to pick ones that were not, I mean, they're still. Okay.
0: Well, sometimes, the <laughs> you know, truth is stranger than fiction. So sometimes it's like when you're like, no way that's true. That is true. But okay. Let's see what you got. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: Well, there was one where, with a woman um, who was like, Um, My husband and I, we've been together for seven years and we've always split things 50-50 and like with our finances. And I gave birth to a baby and I was supposedly going to like the birth plan was that she wasn't going to be medicated. But then at the last minute after 24 hours of labor, she did get all of the things and the interventions and ended up having a C-section. And when the hospital bill came, she said that he would not pay 50% because he was like, that was not our plan. And if you would have just (gasps) held out another couple hours, we wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have had extra. Oh, I believe that to be true. I believe that is true. I believe that's true too, but I also am just like, it's so enraging and like, Oh yeah. Oh my God. Sure. (laughs) And then I just told you anyway. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. So the first one is this guy is a 23 year old male. And he said, my girlfriend, who's a 20 year old female, let me use her old computer while mine is broken. And I found an old archive wrote by her when she was 16 it's a long story about a maid in the antebellum south who has a romantic (laughs) affair with the man of the house it is not as overtly sexual as you may be thinking it has sex mostly towards the ending but it's mostly romantic and very emotional the maid is clearly meant to be a version of my girlfriend everything was fine for me until the part when they arrived to a train station the maid wanted to leave because she couldn't bear their romance to be hidden anymore the man was following her trying to convince her to Day. The issue is that I found the general representation of the station and later in the story, the trains themselves, to be full of anachronisms. I am a train enthusiast and know a lot about the history of rail transportation in the United States. So I talked to my girlfriend about it and she got upset because she said I shouldn't have read it because it was a personal thing from when she was a teenager. True. So <laughs> mad that my reaction was something as superficial as the level of train accuracy. Am I the asshole? <laughs> yes, he's the asshole. First of all, he shouldn't have read it.
0: Second of all, yes. like, do you really expect like a 16-year-old girl to know about trains and shit? Like that's like <laughs> fill that in later. She's just writing. Yes. Oh, my like, God.
1: He's absolutely the asshole. Oh, oh and my like, God. So so the asshole that like can't even see like why any part of that is just wrong. Like, oh, Like just no. wrong. I would feel so – like 16-year-old – I've talked about
0: this before I think but there's like um there's a, a there's two books and there are two books and there is a um documentary called Mortified Nation and it's about like when people read their like writings from high school or like their yes. diary from when they were a kid and, oh, and it's man. so funny and it's so cringeworthy and it's hilarious and it's like so relatable and endearing but it's like that kind of the kind of stuff that comes out of you when you're a child or a teenager, it's, unless you're ready to share that with someone, it could be so fucking embarrassing. And like, I, I would die if I was, if I didn't think something was funny and want to share it. <laughs> if like somebody read something from my diary when I was a kid, that's why I don't keep diaries, but
1: I'm just saying that was no. he's definitely the asshole for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, I remember, Oh, first of all, this is something that I read at like a poetry night at a local coffee shop when I was 16, but it was like, I think I may have said this before, but it was like a poem called like, I am woman. (laughs) And it was like, all I can remember is a line where I was like, I am woman. I smoke my cool menthols in the corner. (laughs) And I wrote that and then read it to other people. But my God, the embarrassment just from me telling you that is so... You are a woman, and you do smoke your cool menthols
0: in the corner.
1: Fucking badass!
0: (laughs) I love that. Oh my god, it's so good. Like,
1: yeah, I just have like. First of all, if you're reading somebody's writing and they have not asked you for any kind of feedback, you do not give any kind of feedback. You just say that's so great. I'm that's amazing that you've written that. Great job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what you say. Like, unless you are in a safe space, like somebody who does something creative. Can you imagine somebody like? Picking apart a joke you're writing and being like, I'm sorry, but you're like, you're talking about Domino's pizza drivers and it's wrong because they don't do that. You're like, it's a fucking joke. Like, that's not the point. (laughs) The trains are not the point. (laughs) Oh my God. What an idiot. (laughs) Get out. Yeah. Get out of that relationship. Get out of there. Um, Okay. Here's the next one. Okay. Um, Am I the asshole for inviting uh, my girlfriend? So this guy is 28. She's. This guy's 29, she's 28. Um, Am I the asshole for inviting my girlfriend on an expensive vacation and expecting her to pay all of her share? Um, okay, so this is what it says, Hi, hello, my girlfriend, myself, my parents, my brother, and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I are the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask for everyone else's input. For the background, I make $150,000 as an IT consultant. My girlfriend is a teacher making $45,000. My parents are pretty affluent, as well as my brother and sister-in-law. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took on a second job waitressing on the weekends for several months to get ready for it. We've always split things 50-50 in the two years we have been together. There were a few times on vacation when she did not go on outings with us, wine tasting, scuba diving, etc. She would also only eat two meals a day, simply stating that she was on a budget. My family does favor more high-end places. My parents thought it was very strange that she only eats two meals a day, although normally she eats three. When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several of the outings and only ate two meals. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. She got teary eyed and said that three meals a day was not fiscally feasible for her and neither were the outings that she chose not to go on. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much and she was overwhelmed. She also said she doesn't know how this is going to work long term if she is expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I felt yeah. bad that I did not pick up on her discomfort sooner. You heard her stomach growling. Um, but we did agree to split everything 50-50. And I don't know why she agreed to come if cost was an issue. Am I the asshole? Yes, he's the asshole. I mean, <sighs> I get wanting
0: everything to be 50-50. I mean, sure. But when yeah. you are have even, even a friend that you love – yeah. And you, if you're not aware of their like financial strain and situation and like pick up a check every once in a while, knowing the imbalance, like if I knew that I made 150 and a friend of mine made 40 and I wanted her to come with me on this, you know, amazing trip that I wanted to go on. Yes. With your I family. Would make sure, yes. Oh my God. There's no way in hell that my parents would ever let our guest. On our vacation, pick up a check or split 50-50. You
1: know what I mean? Or go That's hungry. That's what's so crazy. I just, yeah, am like, it's like, what were the parents doing? What was he doing? It just, I mean, it just he is, just it says so much more about, like, about their relationship that, like, they weren't talking about it. Like, what's going on? Why are you uncomfortable? Like, maybe they have, I understand being, like, prideful and saying like, oh no, okay, I want to split things 50-50, even though you make more money, it's not fair that you have to pay more. Right. But like when you've been in a relationship long enough, like you really have to kind of look at it like this is this is our – like like we're doing this – we're in this together. So let's like right. figure out a way, even if it's not like a 50-50 split, it's like more of a percentage split. Um, right? Like I don't know. I just – I find that to be – like, those are just people who are not communicating. I think that's – Communicating. Communication <laughs> is very important. But I also
0: kind of find that to be distasteful from the parents. Like, both yeah. him and – If it's a family vacation and you've got an outsider coming in, like, yes. it's your job to make sure that they feel comfortable and, you know, yes. uh, maybe that's just like the way that, you know, I grew up. But we, there's no way in hell my we would ever let anybody –
1: I'm Italian. Nobody goes hungry <laughs> as I mean, ever. He's saying his family is affluent. And it's just like, I just, yeah, you just can't let people
0: no, you can't let
1: people go hungry when you're like taking them out to these fancy meals. It just is so distasteful. Yeah, yeah I agree. It is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay.
0: I don't like that. Um I
1: don't asshole. Asshole. No. Asshole. family. Nope. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are just people who don't understand what it's like to not have a lot of money. That's you know I think there are just some people who don't understand a budget, like that you have yeah. to like save and budget. But it's like you saw her taking a second job to go on this
0: uh, vacation. That would break my heart. Yes. Yeah. Oh. There's like no way. Like like I said, even if it wasn't a relationship, if if I knew that my friend was taking a second job to afford to go on a trip with me, I would be like, what, like what do we need to do to, you know what i mean yes. like i don't want you to have to do that like you're my guest and i want if i like it brings me joy for you to come on this trip so i'm going to help make accommodations for you know what i mean like yes. he wanted his girlfriend there i'm sure right and that's why he brought her so like he should be like he should be paying for that or Making accommodations for her, I guess. Not yes. necessarily paying for all of it, but he should definitely take that all into consideration. What a yeah. douche. What I, don't a like douche. I don't like I him. I don't that. like
1: him. I hope she's found someone better. Yeah. By now. Me too. Yeah. Um, okay. Am I the asshole for my birthday gift to my wife? So uh, he says, My wife and Is I it are traveling. Peloton. Peloton. <laughs> oh, it's. No, good. It's even worse. (laughs) I would love a Peloton. Okay, my wife and I are tight on money right now, and thus we don't have a budget for anything. We don't have anything in the budget for my wife's birthday gift. Instead, I sent her to her friend's house for a few hours, and my kids and I did all the household chores. When she got home, we showed off the clean house to her and told her it was her birthday gift. She said thank you, but I could tell she was upset. I pressed her a bit, and she accused me of seeing her as a maid because I think she should be grateful for something she thinks the kids and I should be doing regularly i tried to explain that we were just trying to be nice and make things easy for her and she kept saying this is exactly the problem until she told me to just stop talking about it am i the asshole
0: i get where he's coming from but the thing is yes he is oh and this is a God. this is an argument that i always had with my ex as i like i remember getting a, a gifted a paintbrush with a post it on it for christmas that said good for one free porch painting which by the way i ended Never up got. painting it myself i painted it myself and so but it was just like i was just like this is like it's not like i i don't require like big gifts or anything but these are chores these are chores, chores. that we should all be doing together you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. get if you don't have a lot of money, okay, how about make me breakfast or let's go on a picnic or say yes. or just say I want um go have fun with your friends and you know what I mean or what or something like free time. Yeah, that, that's really nice to, like be able to go get free time, but the actual cleaning of the house that could have been done without saying this is your present. Well, that and it's been also- like a nice little
1: cherry on the Sunday, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's also the fact that like he's seeing to cleaning the house as a gift when if he it means that it's outside of what he's normally doing so right. if he was normally cleaning the house you wouldn't be like if your chore was to always take the trash out and then you take the trash out you wouldn't be like here's your gift i took the trash out so he's right he, is, he and the kids like she's mad because they are never cleaning the house and she's always doing it and so it's like oh we gave you a day off it's like well yeah fuck off
0: fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> I feel like his heart was in the right place but he should yes. be able to understand what she's saying when she's explaining it to him. Like, yes, that is like, like you I don't, should be like you're right.
1: Yeah. You're right. My gift now to you is that let's talk about how we can make this more equitable. Right. <laughs> like right. I can do some of this labor. <laughs> like it yeah. is I mean it's like over, you know, I think it's been beat over the head at least in like when other when I'm talking to other women, is just how much women do the emotional labor of the household. Women are take on so much more of the like the the chores of running the house. Um, not in my household, but like in most households, <laughs> like Ben is like I'm sure he's listening to this. Like um, excuse me, but like in a whole, yeah. most no, women I, get I know it. are taking care of their house and their children on top of like their huge jobs, and we wonder why everybody is so spread so thin. And so. Right. Just that he's like, I don't get what you're talking about is just so infuriating. It's like, yeah, let's take a step back, buddy. Um, Yeah. Okay. So those are my, I hope I made you feel some rage at some. dumb Dudes. There's some dumb dudes in there.
0: There's some dumb dudes. Some dudes
1: out there. Mm -hmm.
0: They're out there. Yeah. Good ones. Good ones too. There's good dudes. Oh, for sure. And there's some, there's some dumb ones. My cookie this week is definitely about a dumb one, a dumb nice. dude. A dumb, dumb <laughs> dude. Uh, this came from an article for uh, actually financeyahoo.com uh, okay. written by Caitlin Stanford. Um, and this is about a TikToker who caught her now ex-boyfriend cheating on her in real time while he was they were on a cruise together.
1: What? Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like okay, you, so this, you're in a confined space. Like, there's literally what, nowhere to go.
0: <laughs> what this idiot did not know is that there are, li- like, there are cameras all over the cruise boat so that when you're in your room, you can see what's happening on the different areas of the ship. So this, so this girl, her name was, is Kayla Gardner. And so her, Mm -hmm. her TikTok is at Kayla.nicole.g. So she like storyboards the whole thing on TikTok if you want to watch it. it. But, um, (laughs) she was on a cruise with her boyfriend and another friend. And so she was in her room, um, with her friend and then and her boyfriend, her boyfriend said that he was hungry and he wanted to go get some food. So they stayed be- behind and they were finishing getting ready. But while they were hanging out, Kayla's friend decided to turn on the remote, like flip uh, flip through the channels on the TV in the room. yeah, and that's when she saw live feeds of various parts of the ship. So oh as she was like, then they were like, wait a second, is that like her boyfriend And they were like, oh my God, that is And then, on the camera, you watch, because I watched it,
1: uh, I did my research. <laughs> you are um, a journalist.
0: I am a journalist. I'm a very serious
1: TikTok journalist. Uh,
0: it's like undeniable. Like he walks like in front of the camera. He's literally literally, literally in front of the camera, like where you're like, that's definitely him. Yeah. And who the fuck is that girl? And you watch him get his this woman's phone number and he puts his arm around her and they were just sitting there watching the whole thing like holy shit holy shit like like yeah. screaming and freaking out and then they they recorded it with their phones like the whole thing that was going down so Ugh, then when good he for came them. back yeah they made him like watch the clip and be like what the fuck um and you know obviously she was very upset and she yeah. you know says she kept watching it over and over hoping for a different you know outcome like you know like that can't be real it can't be real but unfortunately it was but um but tiktok is all um of course everybody is reaching out and supporting her and telling like she's gorgeous stunning of course and everybody is like you are beautiful and that guy's like whatever and so um everybody keeps telling her you know like that was divine intervention you know Mm -hmm. that was the universe showing you that so that you could get out now yeah so it was a blessing in disguise that is the silver lining is that like she did see it and she didn't have to waste another minute of her time on this guy
1: I mean just think like if he's doing that on a cruise that you're also on like while you're like like she could come walking up any minute i know how much is he doing this all the time i mean this is just like an all-the-time behavior like yeah good riddance
0: it's gotta be like a compulsion if you can't like go a whole day on a cruise ship with your girl on a trip with your friend without hitting on girls and you're there's something really fucking wrong with you yeah so luckily she figured it out oh good yeah did he
1: deny it um, it doesn't say if he denied it or yeah, not. Yeah. I mean I guess it's undeniable, right? Like so Yeah.
0: It's like you did you can't really like talk your way out of that. I mean, I'm sure he probably tried to, but yeah. Um yeah. So well, good
1: for good for you, Kayla. Kaylee. Yeah. Kayla. Good for Kayla. You. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Okay, well listen. We have we have uh, we've picked on some guys in this in this episode, okay. Um, and so it's time to pick I on want to delay this no, i what I want to do is, um, I want to tell a story about two men um who were just nice guys, oh, good. I love nice guy. good. ok. so this is a this is a story from the New York post. Um okay. so, A man named Bill Samuel, who's 71, um, was being picked up from a dialysis center in Newark, Delaware, which is where Ben's from, by a man named Tim Letts, who's 33, who works for Uber. So they started talking on the 30-minute drive back to Bill's home um, in Salem, New Jersey. And Bill talked about how he was a devout Christian and he'd been desperate need of a kidney transplant for about Three years. And so, you know, um, Bill said on the car ride home, I told him my dilemma and about halfway home after talking about the whole, after talking the whole way and slowly becoming friends, Tim turned to Bill and said, I think God must've put you in my car. And then to Bill's amazement, Tim offered to donate one of his own kidneys oh my god wow he said if you'll take my name and number i'll give you a kidney and bill said i was shaking so hard i couldn't even write down his name and number so you know in order to qualify for a kidney donation you have to have compatible blood and tissue typing and bill kind of was like you know i know he said this but like i didn't actually think he would then go through and go for testing but tim who you know drives for uber but he's also an army vet Did he went in for testing? It was determined he was a match. And he said, Tim said the decision to donate came easily. He said, I was inspired by how genuine this man was. He was happy, he was kind, and you could tell he was suffering, but he didn't let that fact protrude. I didn't want to look in the mirror later down the road and think, wow, man, you suck. You could have done something and you didn't because you talked yourself out of it, or because you let other people talk you out of it. Good people need good people to stand by them. And you can't call yourself a good person if you're not willing to stand by another good person. So That is so sweet. Yes, I know. So thankfully for Bill, the surgery was successful and his body accepted Tim's kidney. (gasps) It went well for both of them. And this has now been after almost two years. And so almost two years on, um, Bill is now living his life almost like like almost a normal life. He's able to do everything he wasn't able to do. He said, giving a kidney is the gift of life. And I feel so fortunate to have that gift. I can almost live my life back to normal. I know miracles have happened in the past. Maybe they never happened to me. Maybe they have, but now I really have- those beliefs reinforced. Um, So in the time, the two years since the surgery, uh, Tim has relocated to Germany, um, but he still keeps in constant contact with Bill. The pair say that they will be friends for the rest of their lives.
0: Oh, of course.
1: I know. And Tim says, I don't think that politics or background really define whether two souls can become friends or not. I saw somebody that I felt a connection to, somebody that I felt I could make a difference for.
0: (gasps) I love Look at, that. That's amazing.
1: I know, and they're good, so
0: cute, dude. Good dude. are good dudes. That's yes. great. I love it. Oh, that's so great. And what an, a miracle that he was in his car at that time, and then also that like they were a match because that's yes. really rare, isn't
1: it? I don't, I don't know actually. I, I don't it, know. Yeah, okay. I mean, they have to be a matching blood type and all of that. So yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just amazing. It's so that amazing. Amazing. I love right. it. I do, too. Um, okay, Good. let's do something dumb and something we love.
0: Okay. So, gosh, for something dumb, I'm just going to go ahead and say this is – I literally just got a text as we were recording that um, the North High Ridge Apartments that not only did um, – I managed them for, like, over 10 years. They have a very special place in my heart. I lived in them twice. Yeah. Um, I love those apartments, um, and I'm still, like – you know, care for the owner. And, um, and we have many friends that live in them. Apparently there was a fire last night and 26 people are displaced. Um, I, gosh, like, I mean, this is happening in real time. I need to like, get off, like, as soon as we get off here, check in with everybody, make sure everybody's good. Like the, everybody that I know, Um, but I'm sure there are going to be um, some, luckily nobody's hurt. It's saying that there are no injuries. That's great. Yeah. Um, but, um, on our next episode, I'm sure we'll have updates on how you can, they're probably taking donations, both financial donations and I'm sure like clothing donations and yes. people that have places for people to stay. Yeah. So, um, I will get back with that. Um, for something I love, um, God, my brain is like fried right yeah, now. Yeah, it's okay. I'm like, I'm like somewhere. Else. I I guess uh, I don't. Um, I love that I am uh, on vacation. I have seven days off, uh, and I'm very excited. <laughs> I hope to relax. Yeah. Um and um, but in the meantime, before before the relaxing, I need to just make sure that everybody is okay. Yeah. Um, so that's for me. What about you?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna say the same thing. I'm 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 concerned for our friends that live there and for all the people that are obviously like I mean, just going through a fire is devastating. Um and I'm also happy that it's spring break. So spring break two, three. We're doing it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> come back with
0: Panama City Beach airbrush t-shirt. I mean, I'm not going there, but if anybody lives there wants to send me an airbrush (laughs) t-shirt, I would really
1: appreciate it. I mean, I would love a YOLO hat if you guys can pick one of those for me. Um, All right. Well, you guys, please get in touch. Um, We love you so much. We would love to hear from you. We're on, we're posting um, videos from our from the show um, every episode we're posting on TikTok on Instagram on Facebook um, they're all at dumb love podcast if you want to see our faces and what we look like um, and you can rate and review you could tell a friend we would love that
0: we would we would absolutely love that um uh, thank you guys so much for listening we love you so much and don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love dumb da dum dumb dum da-dum, dum da dum da dum